Savior and our King, the one who gave it all. He gave up everything. Let's think about the man who shed his precious blood so we could be his friends, his friends until the end. And give our love and praise to Him. He is our Savior and our friend. Let's give our love and praise to Him. He is our Savior and our friend. Thank you for this wonderful time in your presence. Thank you for your sweet presence here. We open our hearts tonight to receive your engrafted word, which is also able to save our souls. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Sister, are you on your phone? We are praying. Right. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. How lay people can help to grow the church. Ephesians chapter 4. And let's read from verse 1. You have your Bible. You don't? You look up. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation Wherewith ye are called. Vocation means a business, a profession, a line of duty that you have been called into. Every believer has something they should do. Because your life is not a useless life. If you are from a family, there is something you should do for the family. If you come, if you work in a company, there is something you should. You are not. You are not a useless person. If you are in a school, there is something you should do. If you are in a marriage, there is something you should do. If you are a brother, there is something you should do, or a sister. So, if you find yourself as a Christian, there is also something that you should do. But you see, many people sometimes feel that. When you are a Christian, then you begin to receive. Lord, I receive. So the mind is only to receive. That's why many people pray to receive things. People fast. Not, to, not for God to show them what they have to do. But for what they want. People can fast for marriage. People can fast for, for uh, 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 children. I know somebody, a woman, who put herself on 30 days fast because she wanted a child. Yeah. She said it's a covenant between herself and God. But rarely will you see Christians without being authorized praying that I want to find what God wants me to do, so I'm praying and fasting about it. Because you see, your mind does not prick you to the fact that you have been called into something. And Paul was talking to the church. He was not talking to only leaders. He was 
to a church in Ephesus, writing a letter to them. He says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you. Beseech is, 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 a, is a judicial word. It's like, I, 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 yes, I adore you. It's like, I'm calling on all powers that be, that pay, uh, pay attention to this. Do you understand? It's like, it's a serious instruction. I beseech you, therefore, it's like, I'm, I'm appealing to you from the depths of my understanding and heart that these things, eh, they are important. That he walk worthy of the vocation wherewith he are called. Verse 2. With all lowliness and meekness. So before you even know what you have to do, you must have attributes. Because sometimes when you, you don't have certain qualities, you can get a good opportunity, but you will blow it. Yeah. Some people can get a job that is meant to be a blessing for their lives. But because of their conduct and their attitude, they blow it. I've seen people who got jobs in the church and they, they, they rubbish it because of pride. You, they can't ask them to do things and they feel insulted when they are told as a, you did this. This is not how you have to do it. They, they are proud. So they don't keep their job. Then somebody else takes the job and the person's life changes. Yeah. So you need to be lowly in mind. This is, this is one of the attributes of Jesus in, 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 in Matthew chapter 11 from verse 20 something something. 28 or so. With all lowliness and meekness. With long suffering. Long suffering means that Charlie, don't have a mind that everything must work overnight. Yeah. Yeah. When I became a Christian, I wanted to marry early and be free. So I went for counseling. And just about the time that I was going to marry, it didn't work. And it meant another two years or three years of wait. Yeah, three years of waiting to start another relationship and, and, and to go for counseling again. Do you understand? Yeah. 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 Many things that happened to us don't happen overnight. So you must, you must have a certain mind that you, you, you will suffer long. Sometimes the things that you want, if they come immediately, you, you will see that it won't even help you. Yeah. Long suffering, because you have to grow. Sometimes when you, some of you, eh, if you get a certain amount of money today, you will see that you are proud. As you are here this evening, Charlie, you have come to church. You, you, this evening, if they call you that you should come to church, you insult the person who called you because you have other agenda which are more important to you and it's like, ah, what is this? Church, 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 church. Why? Are we, have I backslidden? A brother, a brother was called once by his, uh, 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 what's it called? His pastor. I've not seen you. Oh, I've, I've been busy nowadays. And, and, and this brother had gotten a job through somebody in the church. And he was using the job as an excuse. I mean, we were not even seeing him. So when the pastor called him, I've, nowadays I've been busy. The work, I mean, talking plenty. Then the pastor prayed with him and encouraged him to come. Unfortunately for him, he thought that he had cut the call. 
and he was talking on the in the background. Why is he why is he calling me as if I backslidden? Why have I backslidden? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he said it after the pastor has prayed for him, calling him to find out how he was. He said it was okay, it's the job, this, this. Then the pastor prayed for you. Not even a word of rebuke or anything. Just try and come, you know. We've missed you in church and all that. It's like the pastor has called you to check whether you are back. I mean, why do you talk like that? And this was somebody who sit down and, and come to you with his problems. And now that he has a job and he has good money, that's how his mind is working. So sometimes, if you're not lowly in heart, you can't keep a blessing. Or you can't keep a certain position. That's why you see some sisters, when they marry, their husbands regret. Because when the man saw her and, and, and started proposing, sister was calm. Very patient. Yeah. Very respectful. Yeah. But the day the ring went on the finger and she, she, she lay on the bed, she couldn't get up again. Yeah. Long suffering. It must be something that you develop now. You see, that's why, that's why some people can't go to school because school is a form of discipline. You learn a lot of trash that you don't use in life. <laughs> yeah. You learn a lot of things that will not, you don't use in life, but you have to learn it. Yeah, because it, it, you see, it gives you a certain, it, it humbles you. But sometimes you see that you are writing an exam, man. Ask yourself, this exam, when you pass, what will it do in your life? But you have to write it. You have to cross that bridge. You have to jump that head on. It's necessary for you to move on. So long suffering must be learned by Christians in the church. Don't expect things to change overnight or things to come to you overnight. And then he says, forbearing one another in love. I mean, if you don't have love for people, eh? You can't, you can't, you can't be, you can't be blessed in life. In the church, without feeling for people, you you'll be surprised that you can't walk with the Lord, because God tolerates all our nonsense. Yeah, whilst we were yet sinners, when we didn't qualify, He commended His love towards us, and now that we have qualified. And we have received this mercy. He is even ever more patient so that we will grow. He doesn't throw us away. That's why when he had the disciples, the 12 disciples, the apostles or whatever, they were wild guys. So they were not simple sheep. Yeah. I mean, Peter and Co. every day asking questions. Well, he doesn't understand a lot of things. Yeah. Asking questions. And some of them too don't talk. Yeah. Lebeos and things. You never hear them asking questions. Yeah. But he, he was with them. Yeah. Thomas, it's as if he believed, but he had a lot of doubts. Yeah. 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 Pastor Thomas. Yeah. I tell you. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. Forbearing one another in love. Verse 3. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Do you have it in your spirit that where you find yourself as a church, there must be peace? You see, some of you, by the things you do and the things you see about people, you don't, you don't, you are not, you don't have the spirit. 
you don't endeavor, you don't make an effort. Yeah, you don't attempt to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There are people who make it a duty to torment people. Uh, one day I was counseling uh, uh, a couple and the wife said, what he has put me through, I will also make sure that he suffers. And the man was sitting there quietly. Because Charlie, now your, 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 your verdict has been announced. The woman has decided that as long as she's in the marriage, she will not make, she will not give you peace. Yeah. Like, so are you not, are you not worried, woman, that every day there are issues? Yes. The issues, he started them. He's the one who started it. He's the one who doesn't want peace. And the man is apologizing and saying that he will change. He said, what you have put me through, I have also decided that I will not let you have your peace. So you see that it's like there are some people who, whose posture is that they don't want you to be happy. Some people can't forgive. If you, sometimes, some people, when you do them one wrong, hey, whatever you do to ask for forgiveness and to show remorse, they don't understand it. So they don't endeavor to keep any bond of peace in unity. We are together. That's why gossips and, and lies and things. It's not, it is not something that should be in our midst though. It should be in the world. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. In the bond of peace. Charlie, we are, we are together. We are together again. Yeah. You know that song? You don't know this song? Hey. You're almost like a new believer. Many Christian songs, you don't know them. You have to teach her. Yeah, it's a nice song. We are together again, just praising the Lord. We are together again, with one accord. Lord. Something good is going to happen. Something new is in stock. We are together again. Just praising the Lord. Yeah, something wonderful. Something wonderful. Something good is going to happen. Something good. We are together. This is like a Christian is happy. I'm happy to see Elam. I saw you on Sunday. I've not seen you on Monday. I've not seen you on uh, 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 Tuesday. I'm happy to see you again. So we are rejoicing. You understand? But it's when you are fighting with somebody and you see the person, then you feel mad at it. One day we closed service and we were sharing the grace. And we told people, walk around and, I mean, you know, find somebody else apart from the person by you and uh, share the grace with. And I, I saw it myself. It's not that somebody told me. A certain sister was moving then. When she greeted a brother and by the brother was another sister. So when the sister turned and stretched forth her hand, then, she did as if she had not seen and then she moved to another person. So, I mean, I saw, so, so the, the, the sister noticed that she had snubbed her. So she watched her go. So after the service, I called her to her, hey, you people, what is wrong? Oh, the one who walked away, oh, Rev, nothing. Oh. Then the sister said something. Yeah. 
Something bad is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah, we are, I'm not talking to you. I'm bored with you. So I can't even greet you in church. Ah! Yeah, in the church. Yeah, in the church. Verse 4. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. Yeah. All this is their songs. One body, one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. You are called a Christian, whether you are Jaju or Gomez or whatever. You are called a Christian, I'm called a Christian. What it means is that we have come under one calling, one body. One spirit. Yeah. And, and we have a certain hope in that calling. So we are together, not by words and songs, but by understanding and deeds. Verse 5. Let's read. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. How many of you have been baptized? Did they use fire to baptize you? They, you were baptized. How were you baptized? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's baptism. Everybody who has been baptized, these words were pronounced on you. You are immersed into the water in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. One baptism, one faith. Whose report have we believed in? Who do you believe in? Yes. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, Apostles' Creed. Yeah, those of you went to Catholic, you 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 know it. How many of you don't know Apostles' Creed? Some of you don't know Apostles' Creed. You don't know Apostles' Creed. Lift up your hands, please. Look for it and 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 let us learn it. Do you know Apostles' Creed? You can search for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apostles' Creed. A creed is like a declaration. Yeah. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Some pastors were going to Korea. They said they were pastors. They were going for uh, church growth. And they were going, they said they were pastors. Africans, you know how we are, when we travel, they suspect us that when we go, we don't come back. So they got to the airport. And the immigration people said, if you say you are Christians coming for a Christian program, Please recite the Apostles' Creed. Come on now. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah. I tell you. Kabarona tayini masuka. Berinini mosa tayini makapa. Yeah. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. So we are one. We are one. It's like you are in the house with your brothers. You bath the same soap. Is that also the same water? Or, yeah. And that's when you come out, you all smell the same. Same cream. It's just that sometimes some, some people, their physiology does not allow them to smell the same. But we use the same things as a mark of our identity and our bond as a family. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, my children... This, I have not bought cream for this one. This one too has a cream. This one has a soap. This one has his home. This one, no, 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 no. We, we are one. We are together. Yeah. 
Yeah. One toothpaste, different toothbrush. As for toothbrush, it's different. Yeah. Toothbrush must be different. You do understand? Some people don't know it, so they, they share. One day, a brother went to visit uh, somebody. True story. And, and, and the man, the father of the house was angry because they couldn't find the toothbrush. So who was the last person who used the toothbrush? And where have they put the toothbrush? Yeah, it's true. So, so what he did was to, to buy toothbrushes for everybody in the house. The, the father was grateful. Because he didn't know that he, they the children, he and the children have to use different toothbrushes. They all, he has bought one that they use. Yeah, it's true. You, you are shocked. Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody has used it and they couldn't find where the person has put it. I'm telling you. Yeah. Are you shocked? Yeah. Yeah. Visitation, it reveals things though. All right. Verse 6. Let's read the Bible. Verse 6. One God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. One God, one hope, one Father over all. Yeah, there's a song. Though we are many, we are one body. You don't know it. Choristers. Hey! You don't know this song. French woman. Mary. Mary, Mary. You don't know this song. This one there, you know it. Yes. Though we are many, we are one body. We are one body in Christ. Though we are many, we are one body. We are one. This is a different song. Mm, one God is everyone. Together. Hey. One goal. One goal. Hey. One father over all. Though we are many. Hey. He's bringing the scripture back. Can't find the song. <laughs> right. Yeah. You see, these are nice songs. Yeah. Word-based. That should teach us something about our faith and who we are. Do you get what I'm saying? Verse 7. Verse 7. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So now listen. You see, Paul was telling the church that everybody here must understand that there is something God wants you to do. But you see, before you are able to do it, you must have certain qualities. You must be lowly in heart. You must be meek. You must be uh, long-suffering. You must forbear one another in love, not in hatred. Eh? Yeah, Not fighting. And and what else? There were other things that were said. And then endeavoring to keep the spirit of unity in the bond of peace. Like make sure that, look, when people are around you, they are happy. You see, when somebody doesn't 
flow with you, it means you are not a peaceful person. Don't have the spirit of peace. Yeah. You are a divisive person. Yeah. And there are people who are like that. Can tank cross. Never forgiven. They will fight you right now. They can catch you right now. Christians. Yeah. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Then let's move on. Let's move on. Move on to verse 7. But unto every one of us, in spite of all that we are supposed to be, everybody has a certain grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. It means there are some specific things that you should identify. Because You see, one of the things about, about the gift of God is that some people can sing. Yeah. Others can't sing. But the one who can't sing is not useless. Some people can preach. Some people know how to make friends. So when they are doing, uh, uh, when we are doing outreach, you see that some people are able to win souls. They have a lot of friends. They know how to talk. Because see, they are bad boys. Some boys know how to talk to girls. They will talk to you today. You will sit in their car. They will take you to their house tonight. You remove all your dress. It is something some people have. It's true. Some of you are falling victims to such. But you are delivered from such. Sisters, you won't say amen. Yeah. They call it one night stand. You meet somebody you don't know from anywhere. And that night, you take a stand. Yeah. Take a stand. You, you know where you stand with him. Yeah. Yeah. Some people too are slow bellies. They take their time. You see that they are there with you. Where before you see, you are, you are falling in love madly. But the person is not serious. Mm, it's a gift. It's an evil gift. <laughs> yeah. So in the church, God has also given us things. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Unto one, un, but unto every one of us, nobody is singled out. Is giving grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Because he knows you. That's why we, there's, a, there's, there's a story Jesus told. The parable of the talent. About the good man going out and giving talents to his three servants. Everybody had something. Some, the one had five. One had two. And another one had one. According to, the me, according to their several abilities. Like He knows what you can do. That's why he gave you that gift. Verse 8. Verse 8. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. So now Paul is talking about Jesus Christ ascending and when he was going, as a good father who is living, he gives gifts. If you, if you have lived your life well, You've built a house, you've bought a car, you have money in your bank uh, account, you have properties, you know, you have things. You leave it with your children or people you love before you, you depart. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You, you leave it. And so, what was of value to God or to Jesus is what he gave us. So, he gave gifts unto us. And what were the gifts? Verse 9. Now that he ascended, what is it 
But that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. This one is not part, but this one is another message altogether. Verse 10. Yeah. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might fill all things. Okay. I don't want to talk about this one because that one is another message. But I'm going to the gift that he gave. So these are the gifts that he gave. And the Bible says, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. So this is what God, through Jesus Christ, gave as an inheritance to the church that he left behind. So, if you go and work in a bank, you always go and meet people who created the bank. (laughs) Do you understand? Yeah. And then, what will happen is that you find yourself in a department to do what has to help the whole bank work. But somebody was there before you finished your school and applied. So when you come to the church, there is somebody here before you came. That's the pastor. That's the teacher. That's the evangelist. That's the apostle. And that's the prophet. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So you see that when people join banks or companies, they, they aim, anybody who is serious aims to rise. Yeah. And, and sometimes you can see that the, the founder of the bank can step back and another person will rise through the ranks and be able to lead the bank and probably even do it better and move it on. Somebody's phone. Airplane mode, please. Before one day you come and blow our heads here. Yeah. Beautiful. So when you come to the church, don't desire. You see, many people come to church. I don't want to be a pastor. I used to be like that. I never went to church with the mind I want to be a pastor. No. Pastor. Apostle. Prophet. Now. Evangelist. But these are the gifts that God gave. And why did he give us this gift? Because see, every, every function here has a role. If you have to bear fruit, what are we supposed to do? If, if, if I am a pastor, okay, there is something I have to do. Let's read on. We'll learn. And he gave some person. For what? The perfecting of the saints. So, he, he, he gave the gift to the Apostles and the disciples to be pastors, teachers, prophets, evangelists, so that the saints, the congregation, you will be perfected for the work of the ministry. Do you understand? God is interested in you, Elam, serving him. So he has raised me to help you to understand that this is your calling. This is your purpose. Find you have something that you know you can do. I mean, me, when I went to church, the first time I went to church, the first thing that came to my mind in terms of my seriousness to the church was I told the pastor that I want to be an usher. I want to take over the cleaning and the setting up of the church. I felt it's something I could do. 
and I did it effortlessly without grudge. My pastor never had a problem. You see people today who are ashes and they are pathetic. It's, it's like that. Now the church, we don't have ashes. As far as I'm concerned, all the ashes have been sacked. Because Peter will call them, they won't respond. They won't come to do setup. They won't come, they will not, they just can Ushers don't only come and take offerings. Offerings that we or we can leave the basket here, then you get up and come and put it in. There are some churches when you go, the basket is always in front, it doesn't move. So, all the offerings you come and take it, uh, put it in, uh, in and go back. That's not the work of an usher to collect offerings in church. No, the work of an usher is to help prepare the sanctuary and to help arrange people to sit. And a church that is 21 years, we can't have, we have members who have been here for years, but you, you don't understand that you, it doesn't prick anybody that, let me take this up. And when people even find themselves doing it, it's as if they are doing somebody a favor. They are not serious. When you call for a meeting, they won't come. When you issue an instruction, they will not respond. They have a page. When you send message on it, it's like, they are like, excuse me to use this word advisedly. They are like dummies. People who can't speak, who can't see, who can't read. They don't respond. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have ashes. And all the people who have been sacked, nobody will become an usher as far as I'm a pastor in the church. They should find something else to do. I need new people. Yeah. I need new people. And I want somebody who said, look, I want to take this thing up. I can take it up. Yeah. And I want to be serious with it. Because anything that I became, eh, nobody followed me up to be serious. It's like you say you love a woman and you have gone to propose. The woman is following you. Now we have to advise you on how to look after her. Why? Yeah. Some, it's not normal. You, you, you say you want to serve God. You have come. Now, now we have to struggle with you to even come. To even come on. That page, eh, you should dissolve the page immediately. Remove everybody right now. Do it in the church right now. Before you forget. I've forgotten, Paul. Remove everybody, every human being on the page. Delete the page. Clear it. Kill the spirit of laziness. Yeah. Because you see, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a sad reflection of who we are. And you see, that's why some people are not blessed. Charlie, Blessing that it comes by working. You can't go, you can go to school and have first class. If you get a job and you don't you don't humble yourself and do what is expected of you, I'm telling you, you will never be blessed. You'll be out of job. There are people who sometimes rise up, eh? They don't have certain qualifications, but because of humility, because of love, because of submission, you see that when they tell them something they don't even understand, they learn how to do it. But you you have learned how to do it, but you won't do it. Yeah. You can't be, uh, uh, you can't humble yourself and be an usher who will come once a week or whatever to come and set up a church where we have men, boys. All of them have had sex before. There's no virgin boy here, I'm telling you. Those who are, those who are not married, I'm telling you, many of you boys who are not married, you, you, you are not young boys. No, you know how to find that hole. Yeah. 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 We ha- we have to we have to we have to encourage you. We have to we have to speak to you. We have to plead with you. Just Charlie, 
find something and be serious with it in the church. You see, when you are not faithful with little things, eh, you, you will never rise. I'm, t- I'm, I'm not guessing you. I'm telling you a fact of life. Yeah. And, and people who don't respect the action work, if you find yourself, many of them, I'm sorry to say, it shows in their lives. Anything they do, they are not serious with it. understand it. You, you stand here, you, you want us to pray for you to be rich. You, you want us to pray. We are, if, if that's what I, 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 I was called to do, I tell you then I'm a liar. It's like you live in a home and, 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 and they don't show you. Me, when I was growing up, eh, my father showed me how to clean. Clean the hall, wipe. We used to have something called mansion polish. We used it to polish wood. Then we had something that we used for you put it on the towels and let it dry. Then you wipe it and it, it will shine. Young boys. Shoe, he will show us. Soldier man, you iron. They shouldn't see two lines in your trousers. Your shoes, your socks should be neat. You're, you must learn. He trained. I say, it's, it's not just like, I mean, he's, maybe he's rich. So as he's there, he, 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 we have been giving food. When you want this, they give you. But you, they don't, he doesn't train you to do anything. You see that when you grow, you are useless. That's why many guys, uh, it's a fool who will say that. Me, you have a house, you have built. Your wife is in the house. You have a kitchen. You say, me, I don't step in the kitchen. It's an attitude of sickness. That means, that means if your wife, you, you and your wife are in the house and she's not well and, and she has cooked and the dishes are not washed, you don't go into the kitchen to help. A, a man who cannot help. You are a shameful person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they've brought it into the, you see, they've brought that culture into the church. They don't want to work. Yeah, they don't want to work. They don't. The attitude is that they don't want to do anything. So when they come to the church, it's difficult for them to to do something. When you when you force them to do something, it's like you are forcing them to do something they don't want. Yeah. 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 They've brought the attitude to the church. It's like men don't do anything. Men don't do anything. Yeah. Men don't do anything. All you know is to sit down, wait for food, sit down. When you are in the church and we don't help you to be responsible, I'm telling you, the day you get money and you come and you say you have a car and we are happy and we are blessing the car and proclaiming more blessings and we are praying and prophesying aeroplane after the car. We are not helping you. Yeah. It's like, it's like your blessing, eh? Your blessing is that come and learn how to clean this floor. Come and learn how to stand there and tell somebody to sit down and sit at an, and speak well. Some of you, even some of us, they don't even know how to talk. So it's like when somebody enters the church and how they have to tell the person, speak to the person to come and sit at a place they have to sit. They don't know. So they, they, they find it even frustrating doing their work. Yeah. The laziness amongst the men eh, is is pathetic and it should be killed in the church. Yeah. Yeah. 
should be killed in the church. All of you, you all you know is to come and sit down. Yeah. <laughs> give the offering. Give the offering. Put it inside. Yes. God has raised us to perfect, to help you. Because see, some of us, the, the, the way we think and how we are, anything that we are given to do, we don't do it well. Which is, when you see people who don't respect the things of God and, and they don't offer them, I'm telling you, if you go into their lives, that's how they are. You see them in their marriages, the attitude that they have in the church, that's how they are in their marriage. If they are working, the attitude that they have that's how they they want quick quick things. Yeah. It's like you don't want to you see you don't want to labor but you want to enjoy. You must live in a zoo so that visitors will give you food to eat. Yeah. Why 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 did I go into this one? All right. <laughs> for the perfecting of the saints. <laughs> for the work of the ministry. I'm talking about the work of the ministry. Yeah. You know, let me you see me. It is never be it is it is not something I see as shameful to come and clean here and arrange chairs. No. I I can come early and come and do all that before all of you come. But you see, if it continues and you, you, you as a man, you don't find yourself doing anything, what, what will happen is that there is no favor that will come from this house into your life. Yeah. There is no favor. There is no That's why sometimes you see the guys around, Tale, every day, even the way they talk. Yeah. See that your mind is that you have to hustle out there to survive. And you, you do the you see, the, the mindset of hustling is stupidity. Because then there's, there's, there's nothing. It's just idling and dreaming big and not working. Yeah. And sometimes some of the things that some of them do is even shameful. Rabba, rabba. Hmm. Yeah. For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, so that it will make you see somebody should come to the church and immediately when the person sees the ashes, there are some churches when you go and you enter, the way the ashes, if it is a car you are parking, the way they will let you park, then when you get down, the way they will let you usher you to enter, you immediately your mind tells you that this is a serious church, but maybe you say maybe the choir doesn't sing. We have a beautiful choir. When they sing, there's power, there is life. Do you understand? Yeah, some places don't have it. But some places too, it's like Charlie, hey! We we have the choir, but we don't have the ashes. And ashes, yeah, the work is, and me, I would not, that's why at the point, you see the first lap, the ashes were girls. They were taking the offerings. Because they, they, they the women have a, a culture of flowing with instructions. Yeah. You see, you see ladies coming to clean toilets, this, that. Hey, these two toilets, you see that. They, I mean, they've kept it nice. Try two. 
when you clean toilet, does it mean that you, 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 eh? you see, when you, when you don't see something that, see, like, some of you say, when you come to a place and it's, it's not nice, you don't care. That's how your room is. But if you are coming from a, a place that is nice and you understand how to keep things nice, when you come around, you, you, you ah, even when you come and you see that a chair around you is not clean, you will clean it. But you are used to filth. Yeah, you don't bath. Don't brush your teeth. Don't clean your things. So, it's like when you come around and you, you see death, it doesn't occur to you that there's something called death. Yeah. Yeah. One brush for the family, I tell you. So, when you finish, then you ro- rotate it, I tell you. <laughs> hmm. Charlie, yeah. So, everybody here must understand what the scripture says. Go back to verse 11. He says, and he gave some. So, if I'm a pastor, or I'm a teacher, or I'm a what? I don't know what I am. Maybe I'm, I don't know. I'm something. One of them. One of the above. Yeah. My work is to make sure that you are perfected. So that your mind will embrace the work of the ministry. Any country that develops, they have a work culture. That's why when leaders want their countries to do well, they create employment opportunities for young people. It is an indicator of economic growth and prosperity for the country. So that the person who is working is productive. You see, and that's how God has set the church. The church is productive when people find something to do. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are very quiet. I don't know why. Let me show you a scripture in Exodus. Okay. When Moses, Exodus chapter 25, me get the scripture. Anybody who doesn't do anything, you should ask yourself whether you are in a church. Yeah. Hey. Okay. 
looking for a scripture. I've forgotten where it is. I'll find it. And for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So the only one point that I'm going to give you this evening, I've even finished it already, but you still have to write that. Lay people will cause the church to expand by becoming part of the workforce. Yeah. Are you part of the workforce? You do something. One of the indicators of poverty in developing countries is a lack of jobs. Like many people from 25 to 50 don't have jobs. Don't have jobs. Because, you see, the more people find something to do, the better their lives become. And every church, that's how God has set it to. There's, it's not like, you know, God is not interested in money. Don't, don't think that way. That sometimes say you want to make money and come and give. That's why you, you see that when you have that mind, you can never, you can never <laughs> even make the money. Because it is not in your heart too. It is on your lips. Because when something is in your heart, you begin to live it. Can you imagine you have married a wife, okay, you have left her in the house, you are going to look for money and then come back. Then you go 20 years. And some women are suffering, though, because the guy says he's going to look for money and come and look after you. And he has married you and he has left you and he's somewhere 20 years working. The poverty mentality is it's, it's, it's it's, it's a sign of lack of wisdom. So the church cannot function on people who have a mind that Charlie, we have to do something outside and come and bless the work of God. No. Look, the little things that you take for granted. Find something. All you guys who sit and come, all you are thinking of is marriage and money. But there is no place in your heart for God. I said, when I came to church, the first thing that came to me, I want to be an usher. I told the pastor, Say, Pastor, you live far. We live in the area. Please, leave the keys with us. We want to come and take over and clean and set up the place before you come. He did that. And we never struggled. Yeah. If you go to the church we've left in Ghana, you see that, hey, then some of the ashes, when they close and they are going to sit in their car, you wonder. Hey, is he an asher? Yeah. Because, look, and that's not how they started, though. Yeah, that's not how they started. It's the service. It's the service. It's the heart. Because they listen to their preaching. They find themselves touched. They want to do something. They rise up. But you, dear, like you are a boss. Have you deleted a page? Move everybody. If me too, I'm there. Remove me. Have you removed me? Peter, have you removed me? You are waiting. Remove me right now. Eject everybody. And delete all the human beings on the page. Yeah. Yeah. We can be here without ashes. Uh, but the people who should be ashes, they are the ones who will suffer. 
Then when you have to do something and you don't, somebody takes your place. Yeah. Somebody takes your place. And what it means that the blessing, it, that's why I was telling you that. I, 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 I saw people in the church who were giving jobs and they, they despised. One guy, they opened his mouth and said, if, if, I, if I knew that this is the job they were going to give me, I wouldn't have accepted it. And he has not worked for six years after school. Somebody got the job and the person is favored today. When you see the person's lifestyle and, and, and compare to where he has come from. And this boy, later he went to South Africa, went to hustle. I saw him sitting in the truck. Yeah. Chief laborer. When you understand that you have to contribute to the work, it brings a certain flow in our midst. You see, God wants everybody to find something to do. And the something to do must start from his home. That's why when we are being trained, eh, you, you are taught to clean, to sweep. You can love to read books and you may be doing exams, but that morning when you wake up, you have to do your chores. Yeah, you see, and that training and that discipline, they don't pay you, but it pays you. <laughs> Your mother shouldn't pay you for that cleaning. But what happens is that it pays you. It makes you a better woman. Yeah. Yeah. Like they say, sit down and, 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 and learn how to cook. You are in a hurry. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are chatting. You can't even know how they mix their thing. The day they say cook, everybody will get running stomach. Think about it. Think about it. What's that? We have to, you see, we have to tell them this, this is what you have to do, Dominic. Is it not a blessing to play drums? Some people can't play their drums. Oh. Yes. Some people can't play the keyboard. And the day you decide not to do it, you will see that other people. Because when, when I came, you were like this, like that. Yeah. Some people came and they were taking over. He wasn't happy. Today he has taken over. Yeah. yeah. He's taking over. Yeah. Are you not happy? Yeah. You, you will see that, you see, sometimes eh, it is our mind, though. It is, it is the understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Because many of you, we preach to you, but you don't understand. Yeah. What have you been doing all these years? All these years as a Christian. Eh? The, in, the, in, the reason why God gave you a mother and a father is to help you. Yeah. That's I met a sister. We're, we're, we're chatting. We're talking about personal hygiene. When I was talking about brushing your teeth two times, she was surprised. She said she has never learned it. All she knows is brush. Yeah. A mature sister. Yeah. Once in the morning. So it's like we too, we should learn and know what God wants for the church. God wants the church to work. 
He raised, he raised Peter, all these apostles, gave them gifts, anointed them. Look at uh, Saul who became Paul. And he's the one who was quoting these things. Yeah. It's like, look, your first call, Vanya, be a good person, be humble. Some of you, when they rebuke you at home, you, 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 you are angry. So you bring it to the church. Nobody has corrected you. Because you can go out and come any time in the night. You can sleep anywhere and come back home. Nobody will say anything. Yeah. So it's like, it's like when you come to church and it's almost like somebody wants to correct you and help you sit down, come every Sunday. It's like it's too much. You, you, no, you, do, you, you, you can't submit. And you see, when you are like that, you take it to a marriage. When you see the problems, you now be uh, binding demons. You don't, you don't bind demons. Yeah. You, you have to just change. You see that, Charlie? Sometimes we are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are fighting demons who, who, who cannot even handle us. Yeah. yeah. Some demons cannot handle you. You are a child of God. Your stubbornness is what is killing you. Yeah. Yeah. Even the demons, they are afraid of you. Because you are, you are too stubborn. They can't even tell you what to do. You are doing what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should have a heart to do things, join things, find something. Some of you can do counseling. See, I was telling some people, he said, look, when you sit in a church and nothing occurs to you that I must, I must be doing something, I tell you, anybody who is well trained, when you get a job and you realize that your functions have been reduced, immediately you have to see the alarm bells that you are on your way out. Your salary is coming on, but you are doing this. You are doing this, you take it away. Somebody else is doing. Then at the end of the month, your salary is coming all the same. Anybody who is sane will see that there's a problem. Yeah. But see, many Christians don't have that reflex mindset. Rather, when, when, when they are doing something, it's like they are even quick. It's like they want to move out. They want to stop. No. They want to stop. When you have a good heart and you realize that you are doing something that is being taken away, you should, you should resist it. No. You should resist it. But when you are very comfortable with your foolishness, you see that. Any little thing that you do, you want to stop. It's like, it's even too much. That's how lazy people are at work. It's like, some, sometimes there are some people, eh, the reason why sometimes they lose their jobs is something that can be done in a day, it has taken you one week. And then it affects everybody. When they say it, you don't understand it. And your only response is to even be slower more. What does it mean? And no company will keep you if you slow them down. Yeah. But you see, we take the church for granted. Yeah. We are the church. Oh. It's not only the pastor. The mind you have is what makes the church beautiful. The understanding you have is what makes the church beautiful. That's what makes us grow. I mean, I say it all the time. That Can you imagine that's like, as you have come to church for a long time, the only person who is blessed in the church is the pastor. Nobody has a car. 
Nobody has finished school. When we close church, everybody is waiting for the pastor. This one is going to buy a uh, tapalapa. This one is going to buy wonjo for the child. This one is going to buy a uh, medicine. This one says uh, rent. Everybody has brought their problem. They are sitting in front of the pastor. It's not a good environment. Yeah, it's not a sign of a blessing. Even if the man of God is doing all this. What it means is that you should be able to also do the things. But you see, the culture of working and believing God and laboring for God is not there. You think that the pastor should be the only one doing. That's why the favor from the house does not come upon your life. See, when I, when I, anytime I, I've pastored people for years, and I, I always, even the reason when I went to Ghana, there was a guy who has lost his job and he has become depressed. You see, and I understood why I was sitting with Bishop Asu and we were talking. Then I, I told him about him, how he used to be. The mind he, he had about the things of God. And other people who were serious with God's work, they are, he, he worked in FAO. He worked in, he, he had, I mean, is, but he's a list, I mean, is that, is it, you, you can't even explain it. Qualified brother went in powerful places. But Charlie doesn't want to do anything. When you tell him to do this, it's as if, I mean, and this can sometimes this kind of I want to pray about it. I want to pray about it. Do something for God. I'm going to pray about it. Sometimes we tell some of the sisters, join the choir. I'm praying. I'll think about it. Oh, I will join. I will join. I will join. And it's been three years since I came. You have not joined. Yeah. God has not opened the door. Huh. Look. Enough for tonight, I tell you. Yeah. It is our church. And what you do, if you do it well, that's when you have a portion in it. Yeah. I am interested in you being productive. In you finding something to do. I am very much interested. It is, I have to teach you so that one day when you die, you, you say, blessed are they which die in the Lord for they rest from their labors. Brother, you have not labored. Yeah. And your works can't follow you. Because there's no labor. So when you have not labored, where are the works? So if, if you see, sometimes we quote these things at funerals, but it doesn't minister to you. As you are there, blessed are they who die in the Lord, for they rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. It's like, wow. Yeah. Mm. 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 It's, there, are, there are steps. I, I, you see, when you are in the Lord, it, that's what Paul was telling the church. You will be lowly in mind. You will be humble. Yeah, you'll be humble. A humble person can be rebuked and you'll not be angry. You'll be long-suffering. You are, not, you are in a hurry. Sometimes you see the sisters, they want a, a, a boyfriend. They can't get one in their church. Then they go for anybody. Yeah. And there are, there are people here who are in church, who are in church. You are sleeping with people who are not Christians. You come and wipe your mouth as if you just ate popcorn. 
And there are brothers like that. You are, you are doer. You are moving with strange women. It's not everybody that we touch you. Human beings, eh? If you understand spiritual things, it's not every woman or man that you should touch and have anything to do with. Because one person, when you touch, eh, you have attracted a, a, a village of demons. A village of demons. Because the person, where they have been, the people they have slept with, that's why some people start getting some dreams. You understand it. It's because one person touched you and has introduced things into your life. Yeah. You say you are in church, but you are not in the Lord. And that's why you don't have labors. That, you don't have time for church. You don't have time for God. You can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't do anything. Can't do anything. If I say, let's do something, you see us, you are here, you have heard it too. You won't come. Tomorrow is a holiday. We are coming here. We are coming to clean here. Yeah, we are all coming here to come and clean. You should, if you want to come, come. From what time are we coming? In the morning. Yeah, in the morning. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it early and go home. Yeah. Eight o'clock. We'll be here. You have to, people sell. Those of you who sell here, when you, we have given you the place to sell. We don't charge you. We don't do anything. You, we don't collect tax. We don't, even to keep the place neat, you can't do it. Yeah. Look at if you like if you like walk in front of the uh, uh, building, the corridor. Is it corridor? What is it? Yeah, it's a place. Yeah, you see that where they sit to sell. Yeah, sometimes Monday. When when, when sometimes I, I come here Mondays after we have you see that Charlie. Oh, it's like we've closed and we've gone. We don't care. Yeah, and me I have to come here during the week. Sometimes when I come and the place is dirty, I have to clean because if somebody is come to look for me. Eh, the person will not think of you who made their place dirty and, and insult you. They will, it's me they will look down upon. You call yourself a bishop. Look at your environment. Yeah. So I'll come. When they sit in the corridor in front of my office, they drink water and leave it. They leave things, uh, footprints and things. Then they get up and go home. I have to clean it. I have to sweep. You see, I, 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 I won't call you from your house to come and do it. You say you are, you are in the church. How do we feel that you are in the church? Yeah. It's like only, the only thing that you know is you have a problem. Pastor, help me. But the pastor also has a burden. The burden is that there are things that have, the building has to be kept. There are things that have to be done. We need ashes. We need choristers. We need uh, musicians. We need a couple ladies, beautiful girls. You can't stand and welcome people. But when it's somebody's wedding, you become sisters of the wedding. You, you, you will polish your face like Kankuran and, and wear dress like they are going to bury you. Yeah. Sisters of the... Uh, you, you, yeah, sisters of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And take pictures. Yeah. If you love God, you will be a bride of the church. Every day that you are coming to church, you are coming to offer your service to God. Yeah. It's not for weddings. Yeah. 
What is, what is DRV? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You say you love God. You, you see that the thing you are inside it. Yeah. You are looking at me. Yeah. Yeah. We are the ones who should make the church nice. It is the way we think must, must change. Yeah. So that God, God, he, he is just looking for people to bless. We are the ones who need God. He doesn't need us. That's why he told Moses that I'm going to kill all the people. And if he had killed them, don't forget, he had killed everybody and left Noah. Noah and his family. How many were they? They were not more than ten. The whole world, everybody died. The only human beings that God left. Yeah. So, if he said he was going to kill all the people, Moses knew that he could do, he could do it. But he begged. Yeah, he had to stand in the gap. Because people are proud, forgetful. You want, all you want is for God to give you something. But say, you can't give something back. You can't suffer long. You have, you have hustled as slaves for 400 and something years. And they rescue you within, within one year. You are complaining. Yeah. Within months, after three months of being saved, they started to come. After three months, they started to complain. God help us to be better Christian workers who are perfected. Ask yourself this question before you go. Have I become a better Christian over these years? And the testimony of you becoming better is what you do in church with your life. Because you see, the lack of prayer, the lack of uh, studying of the word, the lack of a relationship with the Lord is what reflects here. There is no heart for him. Yeah. God wants to bless us. He is a blesser of the people. Yeah. Anybody who serves him is blessed. That's the testimony of David. He said, I've been young. Now I'm old. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed begging for bread. He, what he's, Pastor Moses, you see, what God wants to do is even beyond what you are thinking. Is he's thinking about Ife and Ife's children and Ife's children's children. I'm telling you, that's a blessing. Because you, what you can do is just Ife. And Ife can inherit all your things and it will mean nothing to, to her. But when God is in the thing, there is a blessing that he gives that can pass on to generations and to generations. That's a faithful God. Because he keeps his covenant unto the third generation. It's like it is, he doesn't end. He doesn't end. He doesn't end. Yeah. Your productive years are like 30 years of your life. That's a generation's life. If you have to work, how long will you work? At the age of 25, you have finished school. You are working for 30, 55. That's when it's like, Charlie, yeah, you have done something. Yeah. But this years, there is no time. That's the time that we don't give to God. If that's, that period has never been given to serve God, you see that when it occurs that you should do it at a certain age, the strength is not there, the time is not there, and you can't do much. The energy is not there. So this is the time. Because if today you can't be an usher, the day you become a boss, there, hey, no, 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 no,
Now that you don't have anything, you don't want to humble yourself, then you start having things. No. Yeah. Yeah. People, may God help us to be better work, church workers. I'm not looking for salary. That's not why we are working. Yeah. We are looking for an inheritance from the Lord. A blessing. Something you can't labor for. But it's only God who gives it. Yeah. Sometimes even health. Yeah. It's, 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 it's important. You may not know. Not understand it. Sometimes there are things in your family that have followed generations. But when you step in and give your life and your time and your years to God, you will see that supernaturally he changes it and it doesn't pass on to your children. It ends with you and you also become better. You see that you are different and you can see it, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's the God that we serve. Stand to your feet. Father, help us. Give us grace. Help us. Strengthen us. Yes. Let your mind be renewed tonight. Speak to him. What you want to be. What you have not been that you must become. Don't take the time we have for granted. And the opportunity we have for granted. The Lord. He knows our cries. He knows our fears. He knows our struggles. And he's ever faithful. He's ever faithful. Lift your hands and thank him right now. Speak to him from your heart. Ask him for mercy. Ask him for grace. La porinima. Yes. Help us. Lord, help us. Give us the grace, Lord, to be faithful, to be humble, to suffer long, to forbear one another in love, to endeavor to keep the spirit of unity in the bond of peace. For this is the reason why you have given us gifts to perfect us so that we will find our place in serving you and, and, and being a blessing to others and leading and raising others to take on the mantle, to carry on the mantle. Help us. Let it be. That a blessing will be with our generation. That because of us, the generation after us will be blessed. The generation after us will be different from what we have come to meet in our families, from what we have inherited. We will pass on a better legacy. Yes. 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 We are your children, Lord. Establish our feet in your service, in humility, and in grace. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Every eye closed. If you are here tonight, somebody invited you or you are here on your own. You want to say, Pastor, help me. I want to give my life to Christ. You want to say, look, I'm struggling and I know what you are saying. Pastor, I think that I need a renewal of mind and heart and I really have to be focused. I need the Lord to step into my life. I need the grace to be strong and rise up to stand and to serve. You want to say, Pastor, help me pray to give my life to Christ, to reaffirm my commitment to the Lord. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Yes, lift it up. Lift it up. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift it up. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Father, let your grace be upon us and help us. Give us wisdom. Give us humility. Show us how you love us and the mercies that you have given us so that we don't take it for granted. We want to respond and be servants who qualify for a blessing through their labors because you are a merciful God. There is a reason why you have saved us. There is a reason why you have preserved our lives. May we find it and may we discover the blessings in serving you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Please be seated.